0: Law and Liberty This is a Reconstructionist radio production. Please visit calcedon.edu to download this book or purchase a physical copy. Law and Liberty Russus J. Rushdani Copyright 1984 and 2009 Alicito, California 16. The Family and Inheritance Property is power, And the control of property is therefore the key to power. Basic to all control of property is the control of inheritance. According to the Columbia Encyclopedia, inheritance in law is the right to acquire property on the death of the owner. In Anglo American law, inheritance is by the grace of the state, which may exercise any degree of control over the property of the decedent, that is, the owner who dies, including the total escheat that is, government acquisition of title, by the grace of the state. And how much grace does a state have? Since when has the state been the source of grace? When the state enters into the question of inheritance, property gradually is transferred from the family to the state. The inheritance tax is simply a first step in that programme of confiscation for the family to maintain itself the family must control inheritance, and the biblical laws of inheritance are entirely family laws. The Bible kept property immune from taxation and from anything but family control of inheritance. Inheritance, according to the Bible, was a sign of faith, character, and godliness on the part of a man. The Bible declares quote, a good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, end quote Proverbs thirteen twenty two. And, as H.P. Clarke, a law editor, stated in his study of biblical law, There is nothing in Jewish law to warrant the belief that the king or the state has any right to inherit property upon the death of the owner without proper heirs. The control of property and inheritance is entirely within the jurisdiction of the family in biblical law. What was the consequence of the biblical law of inheritance? It meant simply that power was concentrated into the hands of the family. This meant that the authority of the family over its children was a very real one and an undiminished power. The discipline of parents over their children was unquestioned because authority and economic power rested in the family. The Bible is a realistic book. God knows that man respects authority which has power behind it. When an order is given, that order is futile unless it can be supported by the power to enforce it. If power is transferred from the family to the state, then the ability to give orders and to maintain order is transferred from the family to the state. Educational philosophers begin to speak of, quote, the children of the state, end quote, because parental authority has been transferred to the state. According to Carl C. Zimmerman and Lucius F. Cervantes in their study, Marriage and Family, Western society has had a family organisation since Christianity became the faith of the West. A man's life from birth to death is guided, affected and coloured by family relations. The basic unit of the social order is the family. The family is the socially stable unit where the family has liberty and property. As a result, the totalitarians hate the family and declare it to be the enemy of social change. Totalitarianism hates the family because it is the basic thesis of all totalitarians that man's first loyalty must be to the state, whereas the Christian family's first allegiance is to the triune God. The totalitarian, therefore, seeks to abolish the family. Lenin said that, quote, no nation can be free when half the population is enslaved in the kitchen, end quote. As a result, the communist state abolished the family as a legal entity until 1936 and the family since then has merely been a legal breeding ground for the state. The Soviet Union, two years after the revolution, announced, the family has ceased to be a necessity, both for its members and for the state. Women were, quote, freed, end quote, from the kitchen, only to become the unskilled labour force of the Soviet Union. According to Zimmerman and Cervantes, among the means taken by the Soviet Union, quote, to abolish the family, end quote, were the following, the forbidding of parents to give religious instruction to their children, the encouraging of children to denounce their parents, the abolishing of inheritance, the equalization of the, quote, non-registered marriage, end quote, with the registered one, the promulgation of three forms of common menage contract for an indefinite period, for a definite period, for a single occasion. This latter legal expedient was a propaganda piece aimed to demolish the difference between prostitution promiscuity and monogamy. The legalisation of bigamy and the abolishing of the legal differences between legitimacy and illegitimacy were other minor steps with the same purport of the destruction of the family. Quote, free love in a free state, end quote, became the ideal. Family life was declared to be, quote, especially harmful to collective life, end quote. In the United States, the attack on the family is being steadily mounted the state increasingly claims jurisdiction over the family, its children, income and property. The state assumes that it knows what is best for children and it claims the right to interfere for the children's welfare. As a result, the family is progressively weakened in order to strengthen the power of the state. The authority of parents is legally weakened and children are given legal rights to undercut their parents. According to Zimmerman and Cervantes, the reality today in our courts is a very startling one. They report, quote, Thus, in New York, Chicago and Boston, children are now allowed to sue second spouses of a parent some years later for, quote, alienation, unquote, of love and affection of the parent. In New York and Chicago, the children have won these cases, but they are still pending in Boston. Thus, also, we have the New York case where a divorced mother custodian of children, was imprisoned for neglect some years after the divorce. The husband was safe because he was not given custody, although the earlier, quote, discoloration, end quote, theory, would have blamed him also, end quote. Such powers, when given to the child, are not for the child's welfare. They are destructive of the family and of the child, and the more the state legislates over the family, supposedly for its welfare, the more it destroys the family. No institution can long exist if it is not free. The more controlled an institution becomes, the less life it has. Its life and functions are transferred to the controlling agent, or they simply cease to be. How long would a club last if every act were controlled by the state? The life and authority of the family depends on the liberty of the family, and the economic expression of the family's independence is the right to private ownership of property, and the right of inheritance. Now, where the family controls inheritance, it also controls marriage. This Friedrich Engels noted in his study of the origin of the family, private property, and the state. But the Bible long ago plainly recorded it. When Jacob became the heir, his father Isaac, quote, blessed him and charged him, and said unto him, thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan, end quote. Genesis twenty-eight one. In other words, the father had the power to require a godly marriage because Isaac was leaving a sizable inheritance. He had a stake in the future. And because he had a stake in that future, he had a right to control it by requiring a godly marriage. This was legitimate and godly power. The Bible gives a great deal of space to laws of inheritance. Roger Sherman Giller, in his classification of biblical law, takes more than seven pages merely to list these laws. Where the father possesses private property and provides for his children's care and future and controls their inheritance, it is the authority of the father which governs the family. Where the state assumes the responsibility for the welfare and education of the children and assures them of future social security, it is the authority of the state which governs the children. Power over private property is authority. Power over private property is authority. Where the state controls property... Income and inheritance, power has been transferred to the state. Honour and authority go hand in hand, and where parents have authority, they are more readily honoured. The biblical law declares, Honour thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Quote. Exodus 20.12 It is because God gave this law that he gave also the laws concerning private ownership of property. And the right of inheritance. The two go hand in hand. God forbids adultery because he has ordained and established the family as the basic and central social unit of mankind. God therefore commands private ownership of property and private control of inheritance in order that the family may be maintained in its honour and authority. We do not honour the family or parents if we strip them of their powers. In fact, we are now being told that the family is obsolete one prominent and influential churchman has said that the family is, like the tribe, a relic of the past. The tribe served its purpose and now is gone. The family, a great institution for its time, has also seen its day and must make way for a new structuring of society. The death of the family is therefore planned and, on every continent, the executioners are at work. Together with the death of the family, the quote, death unquote, of God is also proclaimed, and we are assured that the new age has no need for God or the family. The menace and intensity of dedication of these hostile forces cannot be underestimated. They are an active, powerful and highly organised force in modern society. But, even more, we dare not underestimate the power of the triune God who rules the nations and fulfils his holy purpose despite all the vain conspiracies and wild imaginations of men. But none can share in God's victory unless they stand forth clearly in terms of Him and His holy cause, unless they separate themselves unto Him. Jesus Christ said, quote, He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. End quote. Matthew 12, 30. And you, where do you stand?